I got a lot of messages all saying the same thing and it was people who were listening to the podcast outdoors last week because it was sunny <laughs> and they were they were absolutely mortified why about... would you do that <laughs> we, were, we were talking about fisting oh, <laughs> poor souls you poor poor souls why would you why would you listen to us in public if you're listening to this now don't listen to us in public please Welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. I'm Sophie Kay here with Alex and Yasmin. What's up, motherfuckers? Hey, 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 hey. Episode, episode. Another episode. Um, I did a robot dance then, but no one can see that. Anyway, so (laughs) we are... (laughs) You tried. You tried and I respect that. It was cool once upon a time. Um, Once in a blue moon. Back in my day. Uh, So anyway, (laughs) today we are going to be looking into industry plants. And the tramp stamps. Why is everyone talking about the tramp stamps? Who the fuck are the tramp I stamps? I didn't know what it was. So I thought they just meant tramp stamps. Like Yasmin always tweets about like like getting a Jeremy Corbyn tramp stamp. So I just thought they were, it was some kind of Gen Z thing. You mean like a lower back tattoo? Yeah, That's like exactly a lower back yeah. And I, was, I just ignored it for ages. And Same. then I, I thought the joke was when you didn't know what it was, I thought. I was going to roast you, like, oh my God, Sophie, like, you don't know what a tramp stamp is. And then I realised that I was in the wrong and it's actually, like, <laughs> a thing going around at the moment. Early 2000s, mate, I am, like, I am queen of the tramp stamps, even though I never got one. I actually got a really nice back piece. Um, <laughs> just saying. Just saying, just just throwing that out there. I'm a woman um, of culture. <laughs> but then I saw an email in my inbox, my Kerrang Radio inbox, about new band tramp stamps. And I was like oh shit, I actually need to pay attention because there is something fucking afoot. There is something afoot. So Yasmin, please expound. Tell us who are the tramp stamps. Oh God, where do we start? (coughs) So if you've been um, living under a rock for the past week, tramp stamps are a TikTok band. They have almost 400k followers, 5.6 million likes or more. Um, And they are a punk quote punk band uh all women with brightly colored hair who make songs about men and periods and you know they sound really good they actually sound quite good i'm just i'm selling them right now but know that they're not actually that good but yeah they're a band that blew up on tiktok because they wrote a few songs that were questionable at best if we just rewind a little bit the reason that everyone's getting pissed off from what I can gather online at the moment is that they are a dun-dun-dun industry plant. Um, and so I was wondering, can you ex- explain to us what is an industry plant? Because that's not a term that I've used before. Um, well, I'm going to use my very limited knowledge <laughs> in my right. years in the music industry. Um But essentially, to Gen Z, what an industry plant is, is a band or an artist that has been manufactured by the industry that doesn't seem authentic in their work or in their ethic and in their passion for music. They just seem like a band that somebody has churned out of a machine, like a Walmart version of a real band. So, but a lot of people have said before, like, other artists are industry plants. So why... I want to know like, why they've blown up so much because I've like avoided all all articles, <laughs> all talk of it, just so I can learn about it right on this episode. But what what makes them different? I don't get it. Let's come back to tramp stamps in a moment because 
I want to know more about this term industry plant because I don't fully get that. I don't know about you, Alex, but like no. to me, that's what every artist is. What do what do people think? Every every artist is There's a some plan. Form. It's a plan, isn't it? It's a plan yeah. to get bigger and get followers. Mm. Labels take on these artists. Like, I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. Did I know all the dance moves to stop by Spice Girls? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> were were Spice Girls completely manufactured? Yes. Yeah. And and that's just kind of what pop has always done. But I'm going to completely just throw a wrench in your statement mm. there. They're inauthentic. Like, you know, I'm cool with industry plants. I work with industry plants. That is my job. But they're inauthentic and they're pretending that they're not. So they deny that they're run by a label. They've done it all on their own. And they're very much commodifying. They're very much commodifying as well. I think commodifying is the word. Punk culture, which is all about DIY, being authentic, being your true self and having a true statement. Are they all punk? That's what they they call themselves, Sophie. That's what... Isn't like, but I, I read that other genres have industry plants and they're not punk. Like, for example, some people were saying that like Cardi B and things are industry plants. What about Machine Gun Kelly when he went punk? That's got to be industry plant-ish, hasn't it, surely? Nah. I think he was just selling, not selling out, but selling into something that works, right? That's something that was popular. But if he's but... then not authentically punk... Are they more pop punk or punk? Because that's they're two totally Technically, their sound is pop punk. But here's the thing. Here's where things get juicy. So when they blew up on TikTok, people started to go back through their Instagram and find that they all changed their aesthetic at the same time. In fact, all of their roots show that their hair was dyed at the same time. They started buying clothes from the same places at the same time. Before that, they were clean you know like yeehaw normal white girls um that was a really terrible explanation wears uggs goes to starbucks um yeah that those kind of like they were were beckys sorry to anyone sorry to any beckys that are listening but like um but so basically because what i don't understand is this term industry plant i've seen it used for Billie eilish i've watched a video about Billie eilish being an industry plant i've watched a a video about rappers being an industry um industry plant and so industry plant is the term used where a record label takes an artist who has some talent and manufactures an image around them and gives them songs that are pre-written and creates an identity and that's That's nothing there's nothing wrong with that but i think the, the actual product they're trying to sell is so disingenuous to the audience that they're trying to sell it to that it just doesn't work because they're trying to commodify a lifestyle and say punk yeah punk music but have no actual real message i think in it's very contextual that tramp stamps are trying to sell something and be this authentic punk band but they're not and everyone can see through it and that's the whole point it's disingenuous because this is this has happened before so this isn't anything new because this has happened before and there's a really good documentary that i recommend everyone listening um and you guys check out called underground inc which i believe was directed by sean katz Mm. And it's basically about the uprising of... I don't know why labels don't learn. So basically, back in the 90s when the grunge movement was coming in and bands like Nirvana were becoming extremely popular and Nirvana didn't even want to be popular. Like, that wasn't the plan. Mm. Um, And Kurt Cobain was quite open about that all the time. But as they came up, the record labels tried to tap into that scene. Yeah. And they would take on these bands and they'd try and create the new nirvana so to speak but 
because record labels had a really set view of what they wanted and what they were looking for, it meant you got all of these like one hit wonder bands because they'd come mm. forward, they get loads of money and then they just disappear because when they want to start writing their own music or doing their own thing, they just disappear. Yeah. And a lot of people say that that was a real turning point for rock and killed that scene. The fact that the record labels trying to get money in it. So what I'm seeing here is something that labels have always done, which is try and tap into a scene but the problem with it and the problem that happened in the 90s is you can't tap into a scene that's dependent on being independent and punk and rebellion yeah. and and yeah. rock and metal. All that scene is about the underground. It's supposed to be underground. So as soon as you try and take it and monetize it, you ruin it. Like you can get big bands, but you can't try and you can't manufacture that authenticity. Yeah, but that's that used with how angry Gen Z's are about everything. And then, so on, and then putting it on, then putting it on TikTok, so and then I think I think it's that. And then if they're trying to be a TikTok band, and then one Gen Z goes, right, no, let's cancel them. It's just their fucks. They're done. Rah, what this... the fuck is your problem? <laughs> you <laughs> leave you. me alone. I'm not taking this Gen Z slander anymore. Listen, Gen Z are angry, but that's kind of the problem. And it's like you said, Sophie. If you're gonna market to Gen Zs make sure you know what they want. Like, their market is 16-year-old Gen Zers, right? Who are into punk, who love that lifestyle, and they couldn't have missed the mark anymore. It's mainstream labels who want who want the money that punk's got right now but don't understand how to market to the actual punk audience. Do you know why I find it difficult? Go on. Uh, the reason I find it difficult, right, is because I'm in the music industry in the sense that I work in radio, so I see these bands as they're coming up. I see the label people. I know... I know artists that Gen Z would literally lay down and die for who I'm like, they're so manufactured. They're so manufactured, yeah. but it was just done really well and really subtly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I won't, I'm not going to call out any names because I don't want to get cancelled by Gen Jeez. Z and also my job. Um, so yeah, but anyway, tramp stamps. That's who we're going to be focusing on today. And yes. Yasmin's done loads of research into the tramp stamps and why they get called out so this when did this start ish i'd say maybe oh god it feels like a year it feels like a century it's been one week maybe two weeks um since they posted a video teasing their new song that came out april 14th so it would have been maybe just over a week ago now because their mm. song came out april 14th and it they put a video on tiktok a few days before teasing the song and the problem people had was with the song so they've been right. around so for a while this band They've been, they've been a little bit on TikTok. They've just kind of, you know, made a few songs, done a few things and grown their audience for a little bit. Right. But they haven't been around for over a year on TikTok. They're, they're still very new to the app. So they've had dyed hair since the start of their TikTok career, so to speak. Yes. So um, they've built up. Yeah. And it was this song that really landed. Now, Alex, you've got the chorus um, written down. You're going to read that for us. Um, this is the song that really landed and this is the lyrics that Just made people start getting pissed off. Bearing in mind as well, like, I don't know this song or anything about Tramp Stamps. Um, <clears throat> I feel okay. like some you'll read it, but some context is needed. Okay. I'd rather die than hook up with another straight white guy. I'd rather <laughs> die than fake it like I'm having a good time. <laughs> I'd rather die than spend the night with another Ryan or Matthew 
Or John, wow. yeah. I'd so rather die. Wow. <laughs> One thing I've just got to say, they're wow. white. They are literally white. <laughs> Wow, so, why are you coming for your men like that? Why are you coming it? for your straight white men like that? That's not cool. They're Do your I people. feel like what I'm getting from this snippet, I don't know how the song goes. I don't know how, what happens, but... Do you feel like they're trying to maybe tap into this allyship and maybe use that as some kind of marketing That's not even platform? allyship. Yeah. I know yeah, it's not, not but it's yeah, gone it's like horrendously ripping. wrong. Yes. But I feel like yeah. that's what they're trying to do. So they're trying to do the whole Gen Z, let's all get on board with everyone and let's, you know, equality or whatever Gen Zs do. But maybe that's what they've tried to do, but then they've written a song saying they'd rather not sleep with straight white men. But then are they with straight white men? They are! Great. <laughs> There's the issue. The drummer is married to a straight white man. She made a whole song calling out her man. If his name is Ryan, John or Matthew, I will fucking die. That whole thing about not being able to orgasm, you're picking the wrong boys. That is just simple. But anyway, anyway. I can tell you that, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There are a lot of straight white men, and I've been around a lot of... The block in my (laughs) day, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say I've experimented. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, that's slander. I'm just not, I'm not here for it. And you know what? I think if I'm sitting here as a black woman going, what the fuck are you doing? Three white girls singing that. Like if if it was a a black woman singing it, I could almost be like, oh, maybe that's kind of funny, but it's not cool. Or if they all had maybe black or brown boyfriends or girlfriends, you could maybe see it as a joke. Or if they were all, yeah, if they were all gay. They were yeah. all like gay, then then like understandable, you know, funny. And the fact <laughs> women don't want to see names, and there's three of them women all indicate that they're partners. And Brian, is, yeah, Ryan, like, Matthew, and John. Song oh. lyrics like that is impeccable songwriting. Just listing men's names. What's the tune? Can, did I get the tune, oh, nearly right? Uh, Wait, we can't, oh, we can't oh, sing it. We can't sing it. We can't sing it. Okay. That's enough. That's what I needed. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough. It, <laughs> it's really catchy though, right, Yasmin? It's yeah. really it's, catchy. It's been in my head all week and I sing it and then I'm like, wait, no, no, no. But it's it's unfortunately really catchy, which I guess is just like the point. <laughs> I just don't understand why. Look, I get it. If you're working in an industry, if you're like working in engineering and you're calling out straight white males for being gatekeepers that's one thing but i feel like this level of coming for straight white guys is just too much it's like i actually feel sorry i've started started to feel sorry i said this straight white guys i "I feel sorry for you because that's hate speech man and you're trying you're actually trying a little bit i know Oh man, I hate to see <laughs> the you're white, a white, white man. Crime. You can't make me come. <laughs> Fuck That's off. Hate like oh. it's too much. So then, what else? So what else have they done? Because then now, at that point, they release that, and I feel like by releasing that, they've they've pissed people off to the point that everyone has turned into. You guys probably don't know who Miss Marple is, um, but everyone's turned into like detectives, and they have dug oh. up this band's past, where 
Give me the you, tea. Give it. There's to no me. way you can hide. There's no right. way you, these, got these people could. They're all women, right? They're three they're women. They're all white There's cis nowhere these... women. They they're all cis. Straight, right. They're all I cis. Think, I think they are all cis. I could be wrong, and if I am wrong, I'm sorry, but I'm pretty sure they are all cis as well. And it's like, babes, this is a white-on-white white crime that you're doing right. in your song right now. Please, stop. Um, wow. <laughs> it's yeah. actually laughable. It's quite funny. <laughs> One of them said that she's gay. Right, so in their apology, so they go. put out the video. Everyone got pissed yeah. off. Everyone made stitches and a lot of people commented and two comments they replied to was um, one about them, I think it was loosely calling them like queer baiting, which if you don't know what that means, it means people who uh, pretend to be part of the LGBTQ plus community uh, in a way to, you know, get followers and get clout and pretend that they like women to be quirky. Um, so someone called them out for that and Marissa simply replied by saying, Marissa, the front woman, simply replied by saying, I'm gay, but... They backtracked on that because in their apology, she said that she just would sleep with anybody. But that's not lesbianism. That's not being gay. You're bisexual or you're pansexual, but you're not a lesbian. So there was that. That's one thing. But also, right, we literally talked about this in the episode the other day. And I was saying, um, I was saying I normally describe myself as straight but i would 100 percent have a relationship with a woman and i've slept with women so i'm just kind of fluidy yeah that's how but i would you describe wouldn't call myself yourself a lesbian or never call myself a lesbian yeah. that's like a that's a whole that's that's rachel doziel of 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 lgbtq <laughs> community do you know what i mean you can't just you can't just pick you can't just jump on that train oh i feel like she was probably trying to defend herself it's the thing you said about jk rowling right she's just dug this hole and she's just said this thing well you know i would shag a woman so actually and it's like well 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 you're just pissing off more and more people like just stop get in the bin um so i feel like there's yeah the double down is happening and then someone said oh, something God. along the lines of um i don't see why you brought race into this <laughs> oh no don't say one of them said they were brown. <laughs> no, no. They responded with, we see you, we hear you. <laughs> what? We see you, we hear you. The generic... Why would they like, say that though? Yeah, yeah. Oh. They said that. And they gave oh, some kind Jesus. of like statement of we weren't fetishizing men of colour. But by proxy, saying as a white woman, you wouldn't fuck a straight white guy. You are then, as a white woman, saying... I want to fuck a person of colour. Because if you're if you're straight and you're saying I won't fuck a white guy, that means you you just want to have a little bit of coffee in your tea. Do you know what I mean? Like (laughs) coffee in your tea, that is not the same. Coffee, sugar in your tea, that would work. I don't know what I was going to say. Sugar in your tea. You want a (laughs) fraction of some a slice of cornflakes in your milk, but not the whole cake. Wait, I said pie and cake. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> they they want they want you're a bit chocolate in your milk chocolate in your milk yeah, yeah. they chocolate. want a slice of everything nice yeah. but okay. the, by proxy if you don't want to date a white person and you are white who are you gonna date what is left but do you your know hand. what like uh, this is a whole different <laughs> podcast episode but i hate it when people say i'm not really into this race of people i'm not really into white guys i'm not really into asian guys i'm not really into that's bullshit like if you are not racist you should just see people for people and that's what you should be attracted to um that's that's a side side topic so like i will i will date any one of i'm you just date people don't you yeah anyway anyway right over but they put out two apologies so the first apology they put on tiktok weren't enough 
And then everyone started writing about them, like Rolling Stone wrote about them, Loudwire, everyone covered them. So then they put out another step. I say an apology. It wasn't an apology. It was a, we are this band and people are hating on us because we're women in the industry. Oh, oh, stop it. No, don't come in here five minutes in and start trying to jump on our train who've been here for years. Back it up, Time to turn the feminism off. (laughs) Time to, like, back those Uggs up. (laughs) Maybe those meninists were right. Maybe we don't need feminism. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Back up. You take your pumpkin spice latte. Have a seat. And, and just, just have a think off. about what you do. My God. <laughs> right, yeah. So there's, there was Wait. that. They put out two apologies because the first apologies wow. on TikTok weren't <sighs> enough. I'm overheating. And um, while <laughs> that was hilarious. happening, while that was happening, people were going in and finding out who they are and what they're about. So everybody thinks they're manufactured by a label because when you go through their Instagram, they all change their aesthetic from pumpkin spice latte girls to these wonderful, bright-haired, cool, punk rock kind of aesthetic girls. Um, they're the kind of people who do the metal symbol with their thumb out. Do you know what I mean? Oh, they're the yeah. kind of people who And then they go... shake it as well and they go like that. Oh, And then yeah. they shake it like they're Baby doing Jamie. hang loose. Yeah. yeah. I'm so <laughs> metal. No, you're... put your fucking Tuck thumb your thumb in. Cow. Tuck your thumb in. <laughs> They're, they're kind of one of those people who say, I love this Metallica shirt that I saw. It's metallic, right? That's a oh, yeah. metallic writing. It's so cool. <laughs> that, that's, that so they it. just changed. So they were like really ordinary. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they've, they've jumped on Literally this. Everything's changed. Day Why would they, they keep their old posts though? Dang, it, this is a PR nightmare. A PR nightmare. They still got all their old posts up on their own social medias where you can see them being pumpkin spice girls. Why and would you be so stupid? And there's nothing wrong with being a pumpkin spice girl, right? But own it. You know, go for yeah, that. Own it. Really be, yeah. be yourself. Don't try and be somebody else because it's going to get you money. Be the pumpkin spice girl you deserve to be. 100%. Live, yeah, laugh, not? and love, babe. You deserve <laughs> it. You, you live, laugh, love. You. you you, you go, girl. <laughs> you do your thing. You wear those highlights. You wear those highlights in your hair and you wear you wear those fake Louboutins. Do you know what Get I mean? Get your yes. Ugg boots. Get them you, good. Uh, wear you, them. You own those. You yell at a manager in Starbucks. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> wear that Michael Kors watch and you wear and it every single day. And wear it pride. With pride. <laughs> With pride. You deserve that. There is, you know what? It's 2021. A woman can be anything she wants. If she wants to be a pumpkin spice yes. latte girl, she can. If she wants to buy a Gucci belt off eBay, she can. She deserves that. She should Gucci gang. Like Gucci she... gang. <laughs> we should start an anti-Trump stamps band called Gucci gang. And just the Gucci gang. The Us most. three. Gucci yeah. gang. Yeah, that should be us. Oh, no, wait, we should <laughs> turn into pumpkin spice latte people. Please. Right? Like, I we should have that. like blonde hair. No, I've done it once. I did that. Awful. I did that. I even bought blue contacts, but that's a whole thing about hating my own race, but that's a whole different thing. I nearly done oh. that the other day. They the great ones, and I thought, no, let's not do that. Be authentic. Um, I felt my ancestors looking down on me when I tried to do that when I was younger. I was kind of like, oh, there we go. Yeah. They're going to haunt me. Never mind. <laughs> Take that out of my basket. But we know, should know, start. We should start. Like a, a Gucci gang, like yeah. anti-Tramp stamps band that is the most pumpkin spice latte yeehaw girls. And we should all pose like they do in pictures where they put the hand on their knee and they put oh, the I've other one on their waist on and they TikTok. lean forward. Yeah, and they oh, all get yeah. in a row and they're like... Yeah, and yeah you have to it do makes me look pose. uncomfortable though. It makes me look like I've got, like, I'm going to shit myself. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I, I, feel, I feel like it's so nice to have 
you guys who are we're just all very alternative and very not into that world and i'm so here for people who are into that world i wish i was more into that world i wish my life was dreaming about having a 90 pound candle like i just really want a really expensive candle life would be so simple all i'd want is to watch love island yeah. And, like, have a builder yeah. boyfriend and that would be it yeah. like oh, and oh what are them dream. bracelets everyone has that are the same with the Pandora silver links bracelets. in the, that's yeah. the oh yeah. my god yeah that's the one yeah yeah and that's I, it i strive to have a life like that because those women just they just seem like they have they're it all so content like we're yeah. all so depressed we're doing you it wrong guys, my sister is a pumpkin spice latte girl and they just have everything made out like they have problems that's not to under, like, yeah. undermine their issues but yes. like in the in the music industry your problem is am i gonna eat today in their world, it's, does my boyfriend take ugly pictures of me? That fucking bitch. <laughs> Should I leave him? And I love it. I love it. And I strive to have your life because it seems so stable, financially yeah. stable. <laughs> Emotionally stable, physically, Emotions. everything. Though they're the kind of people who don't, um, like, decide to just stay in bed all day and not call anyone or talk to anyone for a few days in a row because they've decided that everybody including their dog hates them and that they just deserve to die in their I own got bed out of this oh, yesterday me. i this got, out of, this. I got <laughs> out of this yesterday <laughs> me. This imagine me. just having like mental health that's just stable and the only time you feel down is where you haven't had enough likes on your instagram imagine yeah. that wow. there are people who don't have mental health problems how fucking insane. or they go to like starbucks and don't panic about like what to get and like yes. every time i go in there like they have their orders and i'm like i know what i like but then i order something wrong because i'm so mentally unstable and so scared to be in this situation i could even have a pumpkin spice latte it scared I- me i have a mental breakdown because i'm like oh my god i shouldn't be shopping in starbucks because to be fair they don't pay their taxes and i don't yeah. believe in capitalism and now i'm supporting capitalism oh, by being in here and therefore i'm a terrible person and what am i even doing in here because i hate myself yeah and literally. that's Anyway, yeah. uh, so cool. tramp stamps. Anyway, <laughs> the tramp stamps. So, so they, um, what else did they do? So I'm loving this. They, we went through. Like, everyone went through their Instagrams, um, including myself. I just got nosy. And did then, you? yeah. Not oh my that. god! As soon as it came up on my TikTok, I was like, I've got to stalk them. And um, at first, I felt bad because I was like, they probably don't. They don't understand and they don't know. And I do feel kind of bad for them because I think they're just a product of the industry. Um, mm in a sense of them being industry plants but people went back into their instagrams to find out that the drummer i think is a mixer producer and engineer and a songwriter who's That's had cool, ads though. with boohoo and netflix oh. and is signed oh. to a record label <laughs> yeah 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 then the other okay. two the guitar i think it's a guitarist i could be wrong or maybe it's a bassist alex is going to crucify me for not knowing the difference and that's totally fine oh <laughs> they're both guitars right a guitar a guitar and a bass guitar did you just say Sorry, they're, the, they're the same thing, right? Like they're just strings. <laughs> they're like you know, like I could do I the job of a bass player. I fucking hate this podcast. <laughs> I bet it's easy. Like why don't you just play your bass now? Oh my god! Like just play Wonderwall. God, I bet it's like so easy. <laughs> right, get on with I your wish facts. You, I wish I you could see Alex's face. This is so funny. This is so funny. <gasps> oh my god, Jasmine, why are you my friends? Anyway, come on, let's have some more tea. Help <laughs> me, thank you. But um, yeah, so the, the other two in the band, um, they are also signed to a record label. I think it's the same record label, could be wrong. And they are singers, they're pop singers. And then one day, all of them, wow. who were coincidentally signed to a record label, who work with huge brands, just decided they wanted to be punk. And oh, wouldn't you believe it? People thought that they were industry plants. The assumption was made that they were industry plants because 
like when you go through their Instagrams, they're already famous, well-established people who were signed under a record label and have done deals with massive brands. So, and aren't they working oh. with what's his face? Oh, oh, you mean Dr. Luke? The uh, yeah. So the yeah. guy that definitely didn't rape Kesha. Yeah, he was definitely reasons, innocent. We we for legal reasons we cannot dispute that, but. I Let's believe just... he's innocent. Sure, yeah, sure. the innocent man mm. that did not rape Kesha. Yep, go on. Or yeah. screw her over. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. such a nice guy. In fact, I would, I would leave Let's a teenage girl on. in a Love room it. with him anytime. Yeah, I Love just me. personally don't like him because I don't like the name Luke. But that's as far as I'll go. You sound um, like a tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> John, Luke, Matthew, same thing. With Luke. No, they wouldn't do that. Of all the people they work with, and they ha- they hate cis white men. Unless it's Dr. Luke. Just, I've... Mm, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I see where this is going. This is, so, yeah, okay. So they're working yeah. with Dr. Luke? Yes, apparently they are. I can't com- I can't solidly confirm that, but I'm pretty sure they are working with Dr. Luke. Everyone apparently, said that. Yeah, yeah right. apparently. Allegedly. Got to Here's, throw the in a few thing <laughs> Here's the thing I have an issue with. Um, and I've said this, and I've, I'm going to say it again. If these labels want to create they know they want to tap into this punk world Mm. right sign a fucking punk band put some money behind a band like say the nova twins for example why or pink shift sign a band like that put some fucking money behind an actual band that's genuine and exists why are you trying to create a fake I hate it when people and it happens in mainstream and I'm going to sh- I'm going to say it out there as well it happens in radio as well when people are creating radio shows and deciding to get hosts or doing a show and getting a presenter or whatever it might be get real people who care about the scene because otherwise the scene thinks you're fake and shit and the scene will fucking die the end yes, end don't of message kill our shut scene. up end of Ugh, record what? labels if record labels can take anything from this, it's that a 15-year-old can tell you more about how to do your job than people you were sat with at your fucking desk. So even though you want to pretend like they don't know what they're talking about, 15-year-olds on TikTok run the music industry right now. You have to fucking do your job for them. Do you know what? That's actually quite scary because what mm. you said there, it sounds a, a bit like a rant. Um, not coming for you, but um, it's, it's, it's genuinely <clears throat> okay. true. It's genuinely true because having been on that side of it what's happening at the moment is it's a load of people like um millennials who are running the music industry and what's happened is this new gen z because obviously music's targeted for that young audience mm. and millennials just do not understand gen z culture <laughs> yeah. like it's yeah. really difficult to understand the humor everything and so the people at the top making the decisions are really scrabbling yeah they are they really are and that's why you get and this is nothing against them but that's why you get bands like tramp stamps like i said tramp stamps and the you know i think it's marissa caroline and is there two marissa page yeah marissa caroline and page those are the members of tramp stamps they are just a product of what the industry thought would work because the industry does not want to listen to gen z or doesn't understand gen z and instead of trying to hire people who understand gen z they're just like no we know what we're talking about we have all the money and this is what happens. <laughs> this is what happens. But then, so, don't I just think going forward, there's going to be a bigger and bigger divide because between I don't know the whole music industry in general. Because if Gen Zs are saying one thing, millennials are actually running the shit. Is everything just going to come down, crash and burn, and TikTok's going to take over everything? 
TikTok has already taken over everything and I'm starting to see it now where more Gen Zs are being hired as social media managers and social media interns because they can kind of translate. They can be the yeah. Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's of what Gen Z needs. language. Yeah. You I need think, a, yeah. Go on. No. What's happening as well is like um we're seeing more and more that music climbing, but the 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 area that they're not able to understand it is in rock, metal and punk. And yeah. emo, yeah. and yeah. that is a scene that's growing on TikTok. But while all of these labels and stuff have been sleeping on this industry, they've literally been sleeping on this industry. And yeah. now, because they can't control what young people are listening to, they're seeing that young people have created their own scene on TikTok. Yeah. And so now they're having to recognise punk and stuff, but they don't know how to. They don't even Disaster know it. because they tapped out of it after fucking new metal. And now, now they're trying to get back in. But one of the, um, so basically, uh, I was, um, I read an amazing article over on um, Loudwire. If you don't follow Loudwire, make sure you follow them everywhere because they, they're Big just love. the one. Um, and they wrote an article called, um, who basically, who are the tramp stamps and why does everyone hate them? Um, Iconic. Great article, loads of facts in there. But the writer of it sent me some of the extra details rabab who's like absolutely show, no, killing it over could there. be my mother honestly i love her <laughs> you need to stop calling people mum because she I is don't my know mom rabab please rabab might hate you now just saying don't hate me rabab please, please. um <laughs> she hates so rabab, you. Rabab a load of um, facts that didn't actually go into the article and like excess bits that they had mm. um and one of them that i found really interesting is that in a Tram Stamps Tells All, We Answer Your Questions video, they said their goal is number ones and Grammys. So whilst, Wait, but, oh, so whilst so they're using this punk aesthetic, they've got this punk aesthetic and they're, but they're driven saying by that money. they're punk. They're driven by Grammy. What nobody punk? in what the punk, punk what, what, said that. No, what punk says that? The whole thing, and I'm slapping my hands here, the whole thing about punk is rebelling against that scene and create and not wanting to be part of the mainstream. You don't yeah. want to be in the top 40. If you, if you, I've never in a million years, like that's not the whole point. It's about creating a side tangent and letting the top 40 just fuck off and burn and go down because no one want to listen to it anymore because punk is so fucking great. So why, why have they, oh. This hurts me so much. It's just unbelievable. And to call, I think what what upsets me is I feel like things like this are doing a lot of damage to our industry yeah. and mm. to the to our genre oh. because people, the mainstream kind of taps into it and goes, oh, it doesn't work. But actually, yes, it does work. You just have to support the people who are genuine and legit and have been yeah. here. We're here yeah. in the underground. We're doing this shit. Mm-hmm. I would hope that they would have learned their lesson from new metal in that you just can't come in and out when you please. Like you need to work with the people in the industry to help you understand it, and they'll they know what they're talking about. Like I know what the fuck I'm talking about most of the time. Sometimes, maybe <laughs> not really all the time, but sometimes I do. And um, if you were to bring on a social media intern who was into that kind of music, they could say, "Well, here's artists that you can check out that you should definitely sign." It's not that what, hard, guys. Not, what, they, what they did back in the day is so like labels like Roadrunner which absolutely had the metal world under lockdown and they had bands Mm -hmm. like Slipknot and things like that they were brought in to big labels and that's the way they kind of did it like the smaller labels that had these massive bands that did well the big labels would buy them in and so the teams that were running it were still the OG people who were in the scene and it but now what's happening is the big labels are going let's just bypass 
those smaller labels. So, you so like, can't fueled, do that. Fueled by Ramen, for example. Like, I think they're part of Warner now. Oh, um, okay. So, really? so Fueled by Ra- Ramen, who had artists like, they've got Panic! of Disco, Paramore, uh, they've got 21 Pilots now. Um, but they had those scene bands taken on by a bigger label. Mm. But they started off as an indie. Like, mm. as yeah. an, an indie label. So... That is what the label should be doing. I know. I think it's a wall. Rec- I don't know if that's the word, but I think it was a wall record label that they signed under. I could be wrong. Please don't see me a wall, but that's the one that they signed under, I think. What's... what's is a that wall. A-Wall? A-Wall. Who says A-Wall, isn't it? It's that's not... Got, no, that's it's a wall. Fun. It is a wall. A-Wall. <laughs> a wall. Pro- Hun, it's probably A-Wall. It's a wall. I'm going to go into the a record wall. label and no. be like, why would you, <laughs> if you're a punk, if it's an all, trying to be all, oh, it would be called a wall. That would make so much sense. It's it? no. a wall. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> It's a wall. Uh, it's fucking a wall. What even mean? A wall. I was like, I a wall. I was like, a, what a wall. What does a wall mean though? Nothing. Like you've gone a wall. Like a, you've, you've gone a wall. Like fucked them off. Like you've gone a wall. Do you know what I mean? You've gone a wall. <laughs> That's you've... what it means. <laughs> Yeah, like you just did. no one knows where you are. Like, were you late for work and you don't isn't call in? They put you down L, as A wall. No, 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 A W O L. I didn't know that was an actual <laughs> word. Only because I didn't turn up to work once, they put me down as A wall. That's how I know what it means. I'm so, for for a journalist, I really don't know grammar and spelling. Do you know what I really love about you, Yasmin? Is like you're so knowledgeable on so many subjects. And you like come with all of these facts and this knowledge, and then you just drop an absolute. But you do it with such confidence. You were so confident. It's like, yeah, it's a wall. And I'm like, you know what? I'm really not this knowledgeable. Do you remember when I didn't know that frozen yogurt was... No, frozen yogurt was just yogurt. (laughs) I thought that was different things. Oh, that was in... And I can't remember what episode that was in or if you even said it in an episode, but you said it on a Zoom call and that was honestly quite painful. If you didn't know, I thought frozen yogurt was like ice cream i didn't know it was yogurt i was like well no wouldn't they just call it yogurt but no they call it frozen yogurt in america (laughs) didn't know (laughs) i don't understand how you're so intelligent on like so many levels yeah stupid heart no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) there's that gen z confidence you see i'll tell you now millennials don't have that the insecurities are deep Um, mine are deep but i just mask it with a overconfident oh yeah i hate myself to the core but am i sexy hell yeah sexy and suicidal (laughs) but not suicidal because because don't trigger warning trigger warning don't if you're feeling suicidal right now just don't do it don't do it we should do an episode on that by the way at another point what us feeling suicidal or suicide in general because i feel like just suicide no just suicide and um and just reasons to stick around, basically. God, our podcast is so fun. Yay! So fun. Be our friends. Join the club. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I prefer hanging out with people that talk about morbid stuff. I cannot stand hanging out with people who... And I had friends like this. I used to work at this job where it was all, like, pretty models and things. Mm. And I always felt like the weird, ugly one. Um, I swear I was just hired because of my skin colour. But... <laughs> And they were like, well, we can't tell the difference between a good-looking black person and a non-good-looking black person. We'll just take that one. She seems pretty fun. Um, and so I worked at this job. I'm going to piss myself. I am going to piss myself. I worked at this job. And um, the conversations were so vacuous. I used to actually feel like I was going to die on the inside. Oh, How happy was it? Can you give us a one-liner? Go on. Like, things like... Um, I, I remember... I remember... 
one person coming in and going, um, I, I was talking about being broke and struggling. Mm. Um, and I'd been having a conversation before about how, you know, I don't really have any family mm. and my salary just wasn't covering things. And this girl came in was, and she heard the end tale and she was like, I know I'm really broke too. Can you imagine? I like, I had to sell one of my mulberry bags. Um, <laughs> yes. I've been around YouTubers like that who were like, I could never have less than 500 pounds in my bank account. That's basically poor. Like, and I'm like, oh, I'm uh, kind what? of in a lot of debt right now. And cool. yeah, cool, 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 cool. Must be cool to have money. Uh, um, couldn't relate. No, <laughs> so much debt. <laughs> and this is why I feel like things like because tra- the the alternative scene attracts people like us. Like mm. you do sometimes. The problem is, wherever there's money, middle class people follow. But our yeah. scene isn't great for middle class people. Nah, it's really and not. They're, they're, let's Very be completely poor. honest. Without being harsh, they're better off in the indie scene. That's t- where they've kind of taken over. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, <laughs> middle class people kind of need to stay away from hip hop and rock, which are two sides of the same coin. Yeah, because they'll be like, "Raw, I love this tune. This is so sick." That's a dutty wap. That is a dutty wap. Raw, where's my back here? <laughs> Want to go down South Bank later? I've met too many people like this. Clearly, yeah, I've met Sophie a lot of people like that. Shame. No, <laughs> you look no, scared. I'm, I'm listening because they come up to me, and like I've said in a previous episode, they go. Oh, hi. Oh, it's Sophie coming. Oh, hi, Sophie. Wagwan. Wagwan. <laughs> what is guaning, my dude? Wagwan. Did you take How's a gap year as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but then, no, 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 what they do, and I'll tell you, just straight hands down, now they talk like that, innit, bruv? And they talk like that, and they, as they're talking, right, you just hear the odd, and this happened to me recently, right? <laughs> talking like this, right? And they said, yeah, I'm going to go see him next year. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to go, go, go see my collide. mummy. I'm like, yeah. And then I did some research and this person is like full on minted, like <gasps> upper middle class minted. And they're like, oh, no, man. Yeah, I come from like fucking this end. I come from Birmingham, innit? And yeah, nah, <laughs> punk, punk, through and through, man. Punk, mate. Ugh. This time next year. <laughs> I'm like, foiled. <laughs> Foiled! I can Ugh. see your fucking Pringle jumper is showing, mate. But this is the problem. Your These school bands ring. Are like tramp stamps. You, yes. you can see it from a mile off, and it's nothing against the actual individuals in tramp stamps. It's about the idea of commodifying yeah. something like punk yeah. or rock or metal. Yeah. It's impossible. Like you have to have a genuine attitude when you go into it and find and source people who are genuinely in the scene because it just does not work. We know what a poser is. We can see them from a mile off. And I feel like because in rock and metal, you can't really have a lot of money because we're all so poor and like that makes us kind of authentic because we're like, you know what? We love this music so much that we're just going to stay in this little part of the industry (laughs) because we don't really like anything else and we are poor and that's okay. (laughs) And how angry can you be at the world? when your parents are still doing your washing and paying for yeah. you to do everything. Like, honestly, how angry can you be? Like, yeah. anger comes from being broke, having a shitty childhood, abusive parents, whatever it might be. Like, that's the reason we get into this scene, because we're fucking pissed off. Trauma! Yeah. Trauma! Trauma! Anyway, okay, so that's Tramp Stamps. Have we gone through all the facts, Yasmin, before we do um, Words of Wisdom? We got oh, any last? no, no, there's one more. So this is, okay. uh, I saw a screenshot of this. This could be doctored, I don't know, because they have a lot of um, 
fans on Twitter right now saying, oh, this is fake, this is doctored, this is this, this is that. Um, and there's probably some stuff we've missed out, so do feel free to go down the rabbit hole if you want. There's a bunch of articles, like we mentioned, the Loudwire one is really helpful. But on their Tumblr, they got bullied off of Tumblr in five hours because they said something along that someone criticised them. Someone criticised them and they said, huh, I bet you're angry for a straight cis white man. And someone replied and said, but you're white. And they went, well, actually, Marissa's Italian what what <laughs> yeah yeah what that could be wait that could are they american adopted... as well wait they're american that could be adopted what color people i don't know but do that you... was that was on on tiktok you know what? by the way what color people do you think live in italy that's it really pisses me off when people do my that race go, is I'm... italian <laughs> it's it's not a race um anyway um and yes italian people were probably oppressed back back way back in the day but it's yes it's it's just not the Mm. thing that you think it is anymore um i've got a really really good one and this is one that i was tagged in in a chain with you yasmin oh yeah i tagged you because i don't feel like i like people asking me to speak on it and i'm not black so i can't okay let's talk about it let's talk about it um a friend of yasmin's on twitter said um put some screenshots of marissa from the band Right, is this the Italian one that can't be what? That one? Mm. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe so. I don't, I can't guarantee the authenticity of these tweets because I did not find these myself. They were just something they could be doctored. I don't know. But mm. we're going to talk about it as if they're real. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so Marissa tweeted in reply to someone, oh, it retweeted in 2013. I thought it was a f- spoonful of niggers, not pool full of liquor. <gasps> And then in 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 2013, the same uh, year, but a couple of months afterwards, Marissa replied to someone saying, "Nigger, watch your mouth when you're talking to me." I don't know if the person they were replying to is um, black or not. How old are these tramp stamp people? They're in their mid twenties to like no mid twenties to early thirties. Yeah, they would be what late teens 15 to 17 when they tweeted that see i didn't want to speak because originally someone asked me and like posed it to me and my whole idea is i don't like going through people's tweets and saying what they did 10 years ago because like they could be a completely different person now. yeah if they were a teenager and then it's not it's not acceptable but people i guess do like to bring up stuff but then it's do they have the same this was what i meant like they still have now. the same ethos now and that's but then i can't speak on it because i'm just not black because i don't understand the gravity of that word whereas See, Sophie, you understand yeah. it better i don't know i don't know so i just i i just feel like um i f- i feel like you can't here's what i okay here's what i feel about it right okay if it was somebody who was just um a youtuber and they said it back in the day and they apologise for it today. I'm not talking about James Charles because good Lord, he's a whole different... That's a whole episode. That's a whole episode. <laughs> but um, if it's someone who did it back in the day and wants to say sorry, that's one thing. But I don't know why it's more offensive when it comes from a punk. Because if you're a punk and you're into punk attitude, you know about Nazi punks die. You know about the equality and the that kind of way of thinking that comes with being a punk and so if if you don't haven't lived with that then you are a fake in my it's opinion. not punk to be a fucking racist yeah and it never has been no ever Mm-mm. um unless you were a nazi punk but um 
So I just don't know why, but I have a different standard for people who have done that and they're trying to... It's, it, if they're trying to be punk today, if like for me personally, I um, I was really naive when I was younger and I remember someone asking me about voting or something and I remember saying something still really stupid that still haunts me to this day, like, well, you know, it's our government and they know more than we do so we can trust them. I remember saying something like that, right, and it still haunts me to this day. Um, but if, if someone brought up a clip of that, I would be beyond mortified because it goes against everything I stand for today. Yeah. Mm. And so for, for her to just keep quiet as that's surfaced. Not even, as she, yeah, she said anything to those tweets. They addressed it in, did they? What apology? Third one? Fifth one? It was in the second (laughs) apology. This was my issue. So like. I obviously can't speak for the black community and I never will because the N-word will never affect me. And yeah, but when it comes to transphobia and like people saying the P-word towards South Asians, like I think there's so much normalised racism. This is my stance and it's, again, I'm not speaking for the black community. I'm making about my own thing. Um, Racism is so normalised with kids that I don't, I don't really hold any malice if like someone was 14 right and they called it a packy shop because people do um or they they didn't like pakistani people and they're like oh dirty packies because their parents say that around them but when you're a grown adult and someone brings that up and you don't show any remorse you don't show any growth and you're still the same person that's then a problem like if you are vastly different if she was like leftist like socialist af like never fuck with racist that was cool cool you've clearly learned but even the apology so they put out like a four a full page full page of screenshots uh, writing a whole essay about how we're feminists and we're in punk and people don't like us because we're women yes marissa was racist but we're women like they only they wrote so much a whole essay and they only addressed marissa's racism in the one one line right and nobody's perfect people can call me out and say oh well you this and that and the other right but if I ever did something wrong, I'd hold my hands up and be like, listen, yeah. you're old an apology. Yeah. You, you, let's think about how I can move forward, what reparations I can give to the community I've offended. Like, can I help the community in any way? You don't just say, she was racist and she's sorry. These were tweets from ages ago and she's not that person anymore. Bye, because you don't care about how the community you've hurt is affected. And that's the problem. It's not hard to apologise either. If someone finds something and they found it offensive, it's really not difficult just to quote tweet that and just fucking say sorry. It's not good enough, but it's not fucking difficult either. Mm-mm. And there's a big difference between, because sometimes people do get a little bit offended. Um, I know that's the whole millennial thing, boomer thing and all sorts. Um, but people do get really offended over sometimes quite innocent stuff sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But that's not innocent. That's you can't just no. drop the N-bomb left, right and centre and think it's it's innocent. I mean, she didn't put an R at the end, but Jesus Christ. But if she was to... <laughs> what would you have done if she was to come out and like fully apologise and like give a really heartfelt statement, give a full yeah. essay and be like, I'm really sorry, I was really young, I didn't know what this word meant, like I thought it was just slang, I heard it in a bunch of songs. What would you do then? That's all I've ever wanted from Phil Anselmo. And I have reached out to every single outlet um, and every single time I'm, um, his people ignore us because I just want to sit down with Phil Anselmo and I don't want to, oh, we were drinking white wine backstage. For anyone who doesn't know, he um, threw the white power, um, Sieg Heil on stage. Uh, I don't want to hear 
we were drinking white wine backstage. I don't want to hear, if you were offended, then I'm sorry. I want to hear, do you know what? I grew up, I'm a product of where I grew up. I'm really sorry. It was a shitty thing to do. I didn't understand what I was doing. I didn't understand how much it might hurt people. And I wish I could take it back. Yeah. Cool. A bit like Rex um, from the band apologized about the, he says he hates the fact they used the Confederate flag on the back of um, their album. Mm. And he apologized. Cool. Done. Like you've said, sorry, it was a mistake. You didn't understand why it was offensive. That's yeah. Just say it's, sorry. It's just it's just, just not difficult. Why is there such a back and forth? Just like yeah, it's not gonna solve everything. But then yeah, people are still gonna cancel you. But you've done your bit. You have know? you ever dated? Have you ever dated a narcissist? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a whole world. That's like this sounds yeah. like dating a narcissist. Where you're like, yeah. look, um, I'm really unhappy that you would be you were chatting up that other girl and it's like well you're a psycho yeah it's all in your heads because i'm allowed to talk to other people and i'm not offended by it right you can tell i've been with a few but yeah it's well actually i think that's okay so you must be in the wrong right yeah and it's like coming up with something you did um or 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 playing the victim well Well, you know sorry it's interesting because a lot of people forgave them for that and it was like okay but this would be a good episode for cancel culture right because there's sometimes where cancel culture actually is necessary like not even cancel culture but holding people accountable is necessary but we need to understand like what people need to do when they're held accountable it's not just a case of going you're cancelled by like these people need to understand what they did apologize to that community and actually try and repair the damages that they've brought to that community with their harm like what are you doing how are you uplifting the black community now how are you supporting the black community are you like Come on, because if you're actually sorry, like we all make mistakes, but if you're ready to apologise and move forward with that, put in the fucking work. And for rich industry people, that should be so much easier because they have loads of fucking money to help charities, etc. with. Even though the answer is not throwing money at people, surely it's easier for them to vocalise something or help or just do anything if, you know, they're fucking privileged in the first place. Yeah. This whole thing is an absolute mess. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's an absolute shitstorm. What um is there anything else that we've missed, Yasmin, or have we been through like pretty much most of the stuff that's out there at the moment? Um we've been through most of it to be honest. There's there's like few things here and there, but like that's the main topics to be honest. I would say that as a band they are dead in the water. There's too much negativity. Too much. They'll need to like rebrand, not as a punk band. They'll need to just do something, well, separately. I don't even think... So imagine being like, uh, we're going to go see Tram Stamps, woo! It's like, no, you couldn't do that. People would be like, what? Do you know as well, like, even if they came out now and fully apologised, I don't know if I could make peace with them because I know that, that w- that's not on a genuine apology because you've had the opportunity yeah. twice to give genuine apologies and listen yeah. to your community even the first time say they fucked up because they said that we see you we hear you right which i'm assuming is them oh trying my to god this <laughs> makes me it's shut it's up. the like them being like we're being allies right but instead they could have taken the time because they had a few days before they released their next apology they could have taken the time to talk to the black community to talk to people of color in general men of color right who they supposedly offended talk to them understand why they're upset and put out a genuine apology but they didn't they could have said you know what we were just trying to take down the patriarchy, but we, our white privilege got in the way of that and we're sorry, we didn't mean to do that. But no, no, they doubled down. They did worse. They doubled down. <laughs> they JK rounded that they shit JK rounded that shit. Squared. 
I just down. feel I, I'll be completely honest, right? When you're a straight white man, that term is kind of used in the sense of when people are trying to shoot down, say, women of color. It's like you're a straight white man; you don't have the same experience Mm-mm. that 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 a woman of color has. When when white straight women are coming for you, man, I just I feel for the straight white guys. That's, I feel that for is, the, like who <laughs> if you got left apart from each other, and that's the worst. That's when it's really bad. No, if they'd done like a song that was just no more shit sex, and it didn't it didn't refer to women or men or race or anything. It was just like no more shit sex. I don't want to not get I don't know licked out or whatever they sing about in that song. Oh, that sounds quite good, but not but yeah, okay. Well, the actual song, and this is another thing, we could get into this, but we'd be here all day. Their song was actually criticised because the lyrics of it talk about a man who is drunk. And oh no, I could be wrong here. This is a loose interpretation. But it's um, it's blurring the lines of consent. So that actual song blurs the lines oh, of consent. Oh, for fuck's it's sake. It's talking about a man who can't deliver, who can't get up, who can't have sex because he's drunk and she just wants to have sex. Why oh won't you have so sex So if that was switched around... So around toxic. If that was switched around, like... Even I'm gonna, if it's not switched gonna, around, that's fucked up. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to read it to you now. So he says, uh, they say, and this is the lyrics from the song, um, and it's called I'd Rather Die by the Tramp Stamps. They say, I don't know how you think we're going to fuck when you can't get it up. I'm sick of hearing it's the alcohol. And when you're finally in the mood, it lasts like one or two seconds. And then you're done and want a spoon. Oh, bless. He's pissed and he wants to just have sex and then That spoon. doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is looking at it from a musical perspective. That I love doesn't, it. How are you rhyming mood but how are you spoon? Gonna, that, that, to me, I feel like shaming guys for not being able to get it up is the worst that as a guy, that must be the worst feeling it's a ever. Fear. Yeah. When you can't, when you're drunk or whatever. Because sometimes, like especially when guys do drugs or get too drunk, coke dick. Have, it's it's, it's called. They yeah. struggle with with a penis erection. Or if they're on antidepressants or any kind of yeah, medication. Yeah, medication yeah. that does the whole. Yeah. I've known people who are on antidepressants and just can't get up, and like yeah, that's not yeah. their fault. Like I just I don't like blaming men. Not to be the I love men brigade. Um, but, <laughs> but I don't feel like it's fair to blame men for not wanting to have sex while they're drunk and not being able no. to get it up. Like I say, <laughs> my thing is, I was like, hey, you know, we've got a few hours. Let's go now. The last 30 seconds. That's cool. You've got time to recover. Don't worry about it. We'll get some food in between. And that's how <laughs> I go about it. But I just think shaming men like, oh, there's like being, you know, vocal about being a woman and then there's just shaming men with absolutely no productivity at all i know i, feel like that's what they do. I know the roles are technically reversed but my issue is it's wrong in itself but if you'd have done that to a woman that would be so like huh, this stupid bitch her tits aren't even that big fuck her and i know yeah. men write songs about that and that's bad that's she bad. can't even get wet imagine that like it's a song mm, no. I, don't know, I don't know why we shame people for any regardless of their gender i don't know why we shame people for not being able to engage in sexual activity like it's yeah. just fucking weird man like it's weird who the fuck cares are you Gross that behavior. desperate for a shag god touch some grass touch Get some grass mm. touch yeah. some grass 
Yeah, touch the that grass. Makes, that reminds me of dogs. You know when dogs like try and pop their sacks on grass? That's what I thought of. No, touch some that. grass is a Gen Z saying. It's go outside and touch some fucking grass and what see the that? real world. No, mean. I don't think that's a Gen Z thing. I think that's just what your parents have told you. Oh no, but Gen Z are bringing it back. Like you touch grass. <laughs> I'm yeah. thinking okay. of a humping dog, and you're going no. about touching the grass. No. no. Do you mean just go out into nature and experience life? Yeah, but Gen Z say that now. I didn't know that was touch. It's basically Alex. It's just Gen Z's way of going live, laugh, love. Yeah. Oh, okay. Go outside live, laugh, and love. touch some yeah. fucking grass. Like, live, but, yeah. laugh, and love consent. Live, laugh, touch the grass. Yeah. It doesn't work if it's grass, laugh. I can make it work. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, so that's Words our episode on the tramp stamps. I, do you know what I feel like I want to put out into the world? Um, not now, but I think, because we've got some big episodes coming for you, some really good episodes on the way, but I feel like we should do... An episode to counteract what the tramp stamps have done the damage. and said about <laughs> yeah. our men. Because yeah. let's be completely honest here, right? Let's be completely honest. You know when you, the way you can rag on your family because it's like, I love my family. Mm-hmm. So I can rip them to shit. My mum's a fucking psycho. My dad's an asshole or whatever. Somebody yeah. else <laughs> says that shit. I'm going to stab them. So yeah. these, these women have come in and they've come for alt guys. Um, I'm assuming because they're punk. So I think we should do a male appreciation episode and talk about yeah. things like how hard it must be for guys when you're on antidepressants and you can't get hard on or the insecurities with body and things like that. What do you think? Yeah. That would be a good episode. If things, men yeah. wanna, I know it's probably a sensitive one, but if men do want to write in to the podcast, either through our, we have a Gmail now, we're fancy. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> wow. Up in the world. What? We wear blackpod at gmail.com, babes. If you want to email us, if you want to DM us, if you want to... Like we've got Twitter at We Wear Black Pod, we've got Instagram at We Wear Black Pod, or if you do want to email us, as well. yeah, anonymous, if you do yeah. want to email us though, because you don't want us to know who you are, that's perfectly fine. But if you want to message us, we'll keep your identity anonymous and we'll read your question or your query or just something you experience as a man that you feel isn't celebrated enough or you feel insecure about. Because I guarantee you, there are other men who listen to this who feel the exact same as you, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you as well. We probably don't care as much as you think we do. Like in the same way that I've always been insecure about my weight. And it's like, guys actually don't, by the time you get naked, guys are just like, oh my God, she's naked. They're not like, oh, well, she holds a little bit of fat around her. (laughs) That 1% of extra body fat has really changed the way I feel. (laughs) It's like when my hair looks fucked up, I'm like, you can see my roots. He's like, I don't care. You're naked. Give me your boobies. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's the same, and it's the same way around the other way. So maybe we should do true. a um, a male appreciation episode because I think men aren't getting a lot of love at the moment in press no. and around. Yeah. Understandably, some of it is because you know some men are bad, but yeah, not all men are bad. Not, not all men are bad. Not all of them. Some of them, but yeah. not all of them. And it's but it must be when you're a kind of um, empath it can be really hard seeing all that negativity out there because you take yeah. it on personally, even though it's not about you. Um, so it must be hard. So we're going to do an, uh, an appreciation for all the male empaths out there. Uh, so it's at wewearblackpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, or any of our socials. That's at wewearblackpod at gmail.com. So words of wisdom. Um, <sighs> my words of wisdom are don't be a fucking fake. And that goes across all areas of life. Just don't be a fake, because we can smell you. You stink like shit. 
who would have rhymed to be better than the uh, Tramp Stamp song. Uh, but, mm. oh, there we go. What are your words of wisdom? <laughs> Drop that little fucking bomb at the end. Um, my, actually, leading quite nicely to my words of wisdom, if you're going to try and write a pop punk song and make things rhyme, um, just check before you release that it actually rhymes. And it's Wait, which not... bit got you? But the bit with there was two bits that just didn't rhyme. There was I can't, I can't I did I did bring it up, but they tried to rhyme two words and it wasn't rhymed. Anyway, the more the most important thing is you can't be a punk and a racist. So if you're a racist, you're not a fucking punk and you can get in the bin. The end. Boom. Nancy punks, fuck off. Boom, fuck boom, off. Boom. My words of wisdom are to the industry. Um, if Ooh. you want to market to to people of colour, to queer people, to women, you have to diversify your workforce. It can't just be the same faces trying to market because you don't understand. What, what, what the fuck would you know about being trans? What the fuck would you know about having boobs? What the fuck would you know about being a person of colour and racism? You don't know. And instead of trying to fight that and deny that, admit that and hire, diversify your workplace and get the opinions from people who matter because I just know in my heart that if a person of colour was on that management team, that lyric wouldn't have passed and they wouldn't have been yeah. in this shit. That lyric mm-hmm. wouldn't have been in the song. It would have been a lot more, you know, we just want to have sex and it would have flied, but it didn't because it was just a bunch of white people manufacturing it and that's the problem. Do you know what? No, I, I bet. And I'm going to say something controversial here. Ooh, do you know what the worst the worst thing on this planet is and I'm dealing with one of these people right now I'm not going to name her but I'm just going to say I'm dealing with it um, those people who are people of colour and when they're in white spaces they use their people of colour card but the only reason they're in that space in the first place is because all skin folk ain't kin folk Ooh. Oh my god! But yeah, they're that's the people, true. They're the people who get their feet under the table because they don't call people out. They don't go. Do you know what? Maybe this isn't right. Maybe maybe we shouldn't put a kid in a monkey jumper for this H and M advert. Oh, or maybe we should. Maybe we shouldn't choke this guy to death. So rather than saying anything, they keep quiet, and that's why they have the jobs in the first place. Mm. Mm. How sad. Hire people, people with opinions because it will yes. just get you a lot further. Yes. Get you a lot further. It keeps you on your toes as well. It makes it a bit more interesting in the office. Yeah. Everyone loves a bit of office beef. When I worked at Team Rock, my nickname, instead of Sophie K, they used to call me Sophie, Sophie Kickoff. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Because I, I used to kick off about something every other day. I'd be like, hang on, we can't do that. And they go, oh, Sophie she comes. Kickoff. Sophie Kickoff. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Socials. I've enjoyed this episode today. Yes, it's been fun, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been good, hasn't it? It's been a good, good time talking about fakes. <laughs> talking about fakes, yes. Mm. Um, so if you want to follow me, by the way, I'm. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, look at me, me. Who do I think I am? Me, 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 me. Don't you know who I am? No, no, I don't. No, actually, I don't. Oh my god, that happened to me the other day. <laughs> you didn't do it. What did you do? No, no, no. What happened? Um, so you know the way lockdowns kind of lifted at the moment in mm. in the UK, and yeah. so my boyfriend and I went out to go get some food, mm. and this has happened a couple of times now, but it got to me the other day, and somebody stopped him and was like, "Excuse me, are you the guy from that band? Can I get a photo with you?" 
And I had to stand there like a fucking lemon girlfriend. <laughs> and I, I kind of wanted to go, do you, do you know who I am? <laughs> this is my boyfriend. Oh. This is literally my boyfriend. So when I used to do YouTube, people would stop me at Slam Dunk all the time. And he'd be like, excuse me, I'm the famous Patty B official on Twitter. Like, do you not know who I am? I, I made a funny tweet once. I'm famous too. Um, oh, Sophie, you're the camera person. Yay! I have got a boyfriend to be the camera person. I just just, just walk by and just cry. It's fine. It's fine. Everyone, if when when uh, festivals come back, please feel free to swarm Alex. I'm scared. I'm genuinely scared for you. People are going to start throwing shit at you, screaming please at you, asking you out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you're just going to get asked out a lot. I'll be completely honest. Good guys, because I'm ready. I'm ready for it. All right. Well, hang on. We we just bigged up all the straight men. So now they're going to be feeling all good. And yeah. so we can send them your way. Exactly. Thank you. No you weird can... DMs though, please. I don't want to block any of you. Please continue listening to the podcast. Um, we'll block <laughs> you or not. Anywho, if you want Anywho. to follow the podcast, it's at We Wear Black Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow yeah, me, yeah, it's yeah, at yeah. I am Sophie K on Twitter and Instagram. I am Sophie K X on TikTok. Oh! I was going to make another TikTok. I still haven't made many TikToks. I'm just, I'm on it. I'm on it, guys. X for extra. Ooh. X. I am Yasmin Suman on Instagram and Yasmin Suman X on TikTok and Twitter. Lovely. I'm at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter and at Alex Plays Punk on TikTok, which I haven't posted anything on, Woo! but there you go. I, I, I forgot how to make a fucking TikTok, to be bloody honest. But it's going to be all right. I'll get there eventually. Just follow me anyway. It'd be lols. And <laughs> join us for more exciting episodes. And please, 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 big request to you. Um, can you please, because basically, um, I was reading about this the other day, if you give a rating to our podcast on Apple, on po- Apple podcast, podcast, even if you listen on Spotify, just please go over to Apple, give us a rating and leave a comment because yeah. the more comments we get and the more ratings we get, the more likely these podcasts are to support us because it's really funny. But at the moment, these podcast streaming services don't know where the fuck to put us and we keep getting recommended amongst weird podcasts weird. So, not none of recommended by the joe joe rogan right podcast yeah. we're not getting recommended like to p- listeners of our peers and our other friends in comment the your favorite quote comment your favorite quote just to really confuse people and make people listen as well yes yes comment a random quote a random quote the most randomest quote you can think of but really funny to see all the comments <laughs> yeah so just come and support us because the more you do that the more we get out there and we push Ooh. we wear black and the more things we can bring you and the more things we can do for you but we thank you for your support so far you've been absolutely amazing love ya love, love ya you. endlessly that's it bye see ya bye